Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Internet Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network. Today, I am talking to comedian Juan Carlos. Juan Carlos is a Pacific Northwest comic. We met back when we were both living in Westchester, uh, but now we have both moved. We talk about nostalgic college bangers. It's a very fun episode, so I'm going to get right to it. But before I do that, check out Juan Carlos's podcast, The Revisionary Podcast. It's a very cool concept. Also, follow him on all his socials. He's Juan Carlos. Carlos Comedy on Instagram, J Carlos Comedy on Twitter, Revisionary Podcast on Instagram, Revisionary Pod on Twitter. Follow me on all my socials, uh, James P. Crowley on Instagram and TikTok, James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. Follow the podcast on Instagram, James Crowley's Infinite Playlist. Uh, yeah, these are all down in the show notes. This is a really fun episode, a really fun chat. Uh, here you go. So before we talk about the playlist specifically, I always like to ask, um, you know, what type of music do you typically listen to? Right. So it's funny because I'm one of those weird, like, I feel like everyone goes, oh my God, I listen to everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. like, and that's not who I am per se, right? Like I don't, for, for example, I don't listen to Gregorian Monk chants or anything like that. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't listen to Nazi euphemisms or whatever kind of music Nazis are into. Like that is not... <laughs> my vibe <laughs> but i um my i do feel that like uh my taste in music changes based on like my mood and what's going on in my life at that current moment um lately like i've been listening to a lot of dominican trap like you know specifically nice. dominican trap on repeat and i think part of that has to do with the fact that i'm living out in the pacific northwest and i feel like uh for the first time in a very long time there aren't a lot of dominicans around me so i think that's how i've been trying to stay connected to the community via the music that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And I also love that Gregorian monk chants is your <laughs> barrier for not listening to everything. That's gonna be my that's gonna be my new follow up when someone says I listen to everything. I'm gonna be like, you listen to Gregorian monk chants. <laughs> I, it, it was either that or yodeling used to be a big one for me. Oh, oh really? You listen to who's your favorite yodeler, huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's like one. Uh, you know, I, there's a lot of uh, discussion about like different artists that have like come to signify certain types of music uh chuck klosterman has a great essay about how rock music will eventually kind of die out and the only rock musician that will really remember is um chuck berry mm -hmm. um but he was like you know it's kind of like sousaphone music because we all know john philip sousa but that's it and at one point in time marching band music was the big john philip sousa i i couldn't tell you a song but i think like if you <laughs> If you think of marching band music, you're probably imagining a John Philip Sousa song. Gotcha. But cool. But so the theme of the playlist today is um, nostalgic college bangers, which I'm very excited about. Because um, <laughs> also we established this when we did your podcast, but right. you're a little bit older than me. But I am. Not by like, I feel like based on your stuff, your like college stuff was like my late high school stuff. Mm, that makes sense. So, um, you know, it's very, uh, I'm very excited about this, but so what was kind of your approach to this? So for me, it was all about uh, trying to find music that I attached to certain memories, right? Yeah. So with every song that I picked on the playlist, um, there's a specific moment or story or, you know, just something that stood out in my mind that made me reminisce about college, you know? 
That's awesome. Yeah, I I tried to do sort of the same thing. Um, sometimes it wasn't necessarily a very specific moment as much as it was like a moment in time or like a moment that it felt like people were so attached to certain songs or I couldn't go anywhere without hearing them. Right. Um, but also, well, so let's hop right into it with sure. your first song, which was Carly Rae Jepsen's Call Me Maybe. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so here's the thing, and I, I should explain this. Uh, I was very liberal in the use of college because technically I went to college twice. Okay. Um, <laughs> because it, it, what happened was I went to, uh, you know, I went to college just like everyone else. Well, first off, I went to one college, transferred, went to a second college, like, you know, did my four years like everyone else. But then I went straight into grad school, which felt like an extension of college because I was hanging out with all the undergrad kids, you know? Yeah. Um, but this song in particular, I'm going to date myself now, came out my senior year of college. And I remember it specifically because um, the Harvard baseball team at the time created this really stupid dance where they were like pencils and they were like, it was like choreographed and they would all do it. And I remember being at my buddy Joey's house every time the song would come on and all the guys, we would all look at each other and we would start doing the choreographed Harvard <laughs> baseball dance. It was so stupid, but I loved it, you know? That's that's really fun. I uh, I was in high school when this came out. And I mean, for me, you know, Carly Rae Jepsen has become a staple of my like pop music listening because right. she's become sort of like the hipstery pop star where mm -hmm. it's like, you know, any white dude with a beard is going to tell you like <laughs> Carly Rae Jepsen's actually like a really good songwriter. Um, but it's so funny thinking back to this because like I I don't really revisit this song. Right. But, like I remember in high high school this song getting played to death like every <laughs> yeah. like any dance it was in everyone's car you know you'd go to the the fucking mall and yeah. hear it but like those strings at the chorus are incredible <laughs> no absolutely and i think too like i think a huge part of it was not only was it pervasive but it had a a, a profound effect on uh, pop culture because it became like the go-to like flirty line you know what i mean like you would be talking to someone they're like call me maybe yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very cute and fun. What was what was the dance like? So uh, it was like, hey, hey, I just met you. So you do one, two, like pump your arms up in the air. Yeah, uh, and then it was like, here's my number, and then like call me maybe, and you would cross your arms. Like it's you gotta pull up the YouTube video. Like I can't do it. Just type in Harvard uh, Harvard baseball team. You know, call me maybe you'll see it. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up after this. <laughs> um, but that's so funny. I the other memory that I end up getting attached to this one a lot is um, there's a pop punk band I like called Future Teens, mm -hmm. um, and they did they toured with uh, my favorite band, The Wonder Years, for their Halloween tour. And mm -hmm. the way they do their Halloween tour is each band picks another band and will dress up as them and do a cover set and then a main set. So they dressed as Carly Rae 
Ray Jepsen and did Carly Ray Jepsen songs. Um, but so they did them kind of like power pop, pop punky type stuff. Right, right. And they closed with Call Me Maybe and they said, uh, yeah, this is a nice romantic slow song. <laughs> and uh, they did it like like an 80s power ballad. And what? I remember going to that show and I was standing next to my friend and I was stoked because I love future teens. I love Carly Ray. And then, uh, you know, as they sang the first line, like I threw a wish in a well, my friend just started laughing because she didn't realize <laughs> what it was <laughs> up until that. And it's just so fun. Like future teens has done a few Carly Ray Jepsen covers and they're great. You're going to make me look up uh, this cover now because I want to hear it. <laughs> I'm sh I'm sure it's on YouTube. The whole set is great. They did like cut to the feeling. They did, uh, uh, I forget the other ones, but they did cut to the feeling, which is probably my favorite <laughs> Carly mm -hmm. song. Okay. Uh, but anyway, let's roll on in to my first song, which is kind of that same sort of era, uh, What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. It's when you walk through the door, don't need makeup to cover Love that pick, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I, I started bright. The, well, so for me, I'm pretty sure this song came out like my senior year of high school. Right. Um, so it was one of those things that I was, I was just accepting that I could like pop music. Um, I realized I was like, oh, hey, you don't have to be this angry kid that only listens to like indie rock and punk and metal. Um, you can appreciate a One Direction song and then when I got to college, it was still a popular hit song my freshman year. So you'd hear it when you'd go to parties and things like that. And it was overall a good time. But then my sophomore year, I was living in um, a co-ed suite. So mm -hmm. it was me, three gay guys, and two girls. Um, I was the only one in the suite that liked girls. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to make a joke about it, but I was like, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, there were times that people thought it was four gay guys in this week. <laughs> I, mean, I did do theater. No, I'm just kidding. So did I. So did I. So did I. <laughs> it, it was, it was all, me and my one friend were the only ones that weren't theater majors in the suite. Really? Okay. Yeah. But um, the two girls were huge One Direction fans. So mm -hmm. every day was a One Direction day. In Got the... it. It's funny because I, I think back to when this song came out and like, it, Correct me if I'm wrong. This was like what 2013? Uh 2012-ish, yeah. 2012-ish, 2013. Yeah. Cause I remember living in Florida when this song came out and walking like along the beach, like you know, going from beach bar to beach bar. Like, so I when I think of the song, I think of like palm trees and sun oh. and like fish tacos and just cold beer on the beach. That that's well, that's kind of like what it feels like, you know. When right. you listen, I was listening to it earlier this morning as I was driving around. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm, you know, it's beautiful here today, you know, right. it like feels like an early summer day. And, you know, it just makes me want to like go lay on the beach, you know, have a few beers and right. you know, relax. Yeah, no, it's, it's, that's why I was like, when you start off with this, I'm like, okay, 
this, this was fun. Like, this was a good memory. I had not heard, thought of this song in a while, so it was a good callback for me. Well, it's funny, too, just because Harry Styles has become such a huge pop star now in his own right, in his solo mm-hmm. stuff, that I'm like, oh, yeah, this was still the One Direction guy. <laughs> I did not know that he had a solo career, so there's that. Oh, <laughs> he, he's, he's huge. <laughs> Go listen, listen to his solo stuff. It's very good. It's very fun. So I hate to admit this on, on a live podcast, but here's the truth. Ever since the pandemic started, I kind of stopped listening to like music. <laughs> unless, no, no, unless I seek it out myself. You know what I mean? That's fair. So if, like I don't actively, because I don't listen to the radio anymore because I'm not in my car as often. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, for me, I'm always paying attention to new stuff and I, I always try to listen to like the big albums. Sure. Um, so Harry Styles was a big one. He's great, you know, uh, in terms of like doing pop music. Uh, he, his last album was kind of like a rock album and it was cool. See, no, I'm going to check that out too. Harry Styles doing rock. That sounds cool. Kind of, kind of like seventies, like Fleetwood Mac type rock, but ah, overall okay. kind of fun. But, That's still a fun vibe. Like it's still, you know, I like that sound. Yeah, it, it's very cool. It's very, you know, he. It's not what you'd expect from him, but it still works very well. But uh, anyway, let's roll on it. Since we're on the topic of boy bands, your next pick was "Glad You Came" by The Wanted. Cast a spell on me, spell on me You hit me like the sky fell on me, fell on me And I decided you look well on me, well on me So let's go somewhere no one else can see you and me Turn the lights out now, now I'll take you by the hand Hand you another drink Yes, let me tell you why I remember, so it was uh, my senior year, right? And this is the moment that always sticks out to me And uh, for whatever reasons my, this, so this was before I moved to Florida, obviously. Right. Um, and a bunch of, like, like three of my, uh, was it three of us? There were five of us, I think, four or five of us in total. Of my closest guy friends at the time, we decided that we were going to go to spring break, uh, that we were going to do spring break in Miami, right? Yeah. So we hop in the car, because uh, I went to school out on Long Island, and we, like, just drove all the way down to Florida. And I remember uh, this particular song came on because we were sitting in Fort Lauderdale. There were like all these gorgeous people hanging out on everywhere. You know what I mean? The wind is blowing. It's one of those beautiful Florida nights, you know what I mean? Where it's just like pleasant. Yeah. And we're sitting at this like place, I think it must've been called uh, the hookah bar. And you know, we're all just smoking hookah and this song is like comes on and we're like singing it at each other. And I'm <laughs> glad you know you came. Yeah. We're like really into it. And then my, uh, my buddy disappears with this woman, we later started to call Mrs. Cool. <laughs> I can tell you more details later if you have time for it, but I'm going to leave it there. But he disappeared. Well, it, didn't it, know where he was. If you don't want to tell... You, no, you I can tell. T- I don't care. Oh, you can tell it if you want. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, no, no. So he, it was some random woman he met who was substantially older than him. Mind you, by substantially older, what I mean is at the time we were like 21, 22. So she was probably like 25. <laughs> No, no, no. She was probably like 35, 36. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which it's not old. It's not old. Right. But, but when you're when you're in your early twenties, you th- you think that you think twenty-eight is old. Right, right, right. Exactly. So you know, you're, I'm sitting there like, oh wow. So he disappears with this woman. We don't see him for the rest of the night. We're like, where the heck does he go? He reappears like an hour later. And 
he's trying to get into this club with Miss Cool, which is what we called her. And uh, we later find out, by the way, Miss Cool was a stripper at, a, <laughs> at one of the local clubs. Um, but he couldn't get into this particular nightclub because he was wearing shorts. So oh. our other, other buddy, trying to be the wingman of the year, goes, let's switch pants. And they, like, traded pants in the parking lot of this, like, beach bar in, like, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. He goes in, disappears again. We don't see him. We find Mrs. Cool, and we're like, so where is he? And she goes, I have no idea. So we spent the next hour and a half driving around Florida thinking that this kid was possibly dead. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. That's, that's like, a, absolutely terrifying. Because I've had stories like that in college, though, where, like, you know, you just, like, meet some random woman, and then you're like, all right, we're going wherever she wants to go. Yeah. No, but here's the thing. She was in the car with us, helping us look. Oh, that, it, but, like, you leave with that. In, uh, I, I'm, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's so funny. We, we found them passed out on a bench, like, on the wrong side of town. Like, <laughs> oh, that's not good. You know, he was perfectly fine. Apparently, he just decided that he needed a place to sleep, and he just walked over the train tracks for whatever reason to, like, the part of town that you're not supposed to go to. And he was just passed out. She was like, I don't know how this happened. That's it terrifying. Was, yeah, it was... But anywho, he hops in, and again, the song comes on, and we're like, well, he's here, he's back, we're glad, glad you, you came. came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it's, uh, for me, you know, this song just always, this song also kind of makes me think of the One Direction song, just because this song came out around the same time as that, and I remember they tried to do, like, a, a Backstreet Boys in sync thing with the Wanted and One Direction. Really? I feel like that was kind of the case, just because like they were both boy bands kind of in that yeah. like boy band sort of boom. Um, but yeah, it's it just kind of like transports me back to that era and summertime, you know. No, I, I, I get a thousand percent. You know, it's funny, I, I never even considered to pit them against each other, but I a thousand percent see that. Yeah, it's a fun little transition. But anyway, let's keep on rolling along. Yeah into my next pick which uh this is kind of more indicative of what most of my playlist sounds like sure but uh beer by real big fish she called me late last night say she loved me so didn't matter anymore i say she never cared and that she never will do it all again i Um, you know, which is a song that came out possibly before I was even born or when I was a little kid, um, you know, but for me, you know, this song, I knew this song when I was in high school, I liked it then, you know, but I wasn't, I was only really listening to it as like a ska song then because I was like, oh, it's like punky. I like ska. I like real big fish. This is a cool band. Um, but then when I got to college, uh, it, I went to SUNY New Paltz. The one bar in town had Thursday Night Tower Hour, which was you go Thursday and from 1030 to 1130, you could get a tower of beer for like seven bucks. Um, and, you know, everyone went that night. They would have all the towers out and you would just kind of rush to get a tower or two towers, you know, to split with your friends. Um, and... 
as soon as tower started at 10 30 this song would come on <laughs> so for me you know everyone's just kind of like bum rushing the bar trying to give their seven bucks you know i'm like sitting there with my friends just like trying to drink as much in an hour as i possibly can which was not smart right. most of the time but you know i it makes me think of my thursday nights every thursday night of my senior year pretty much that's incredible that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> yeah um i gotta be honest with you the first time i heard this song was when i played it for to prepare for this uh for the for this, for this podcast i had never heard it before but I, I like it you know it had a very cool like uh i don't know how to say it's like a more uh chill vibe you know yeah it's like it's it's fun it's upbeat but it's not like it's not in your face about anything. Mm-hmm. It's it's just kind of like a fun drinking song, which I think, you know, no matter where you go to college, uh, unless you go to, I don't know, like Brigham Young, you know, the Mormon <laughs> college, you're gonna, you're gonna have random drinking songs and they might be older, they might outdate you. Sure. But like, you know, they stick around for that reason. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. I- I think, uh, was it, uh, well, we'll get to it later because I'm pretty sure I put one on my playlist. (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, anyway, let's roll on into your next pick, which was Levels by Avicii. <laughs> I okay, so this this particular song always sticks in my head because I remember um, again hanging out with my uh, it was my I'm gonna tell, say his name my buddy Joey uh, you know he, he used to we he used to own a house my senior year so we would always go to his place to throw parties like we were throwing parties like once a week sometimes twice a week so of course I have a lot of memories and a lot of songs that came from that like year. Um, this one in particular I remember is because we used to do the uh, that was back when like uh, Jersey Shore was still big so you know everyone used to gtl gym tan yeah. and laundry <laughs> and you had to like beat the uh was it beat the bit beat the beat up was uh the phrase i don't know if you remember that uh, i i remember hearing that i i feel like because i think i was still in high school so for me i was like you know i want to listen to indie rock <laughs> you know yeah. well so this so like w- when this song would come on you know we start low you know you're like letting the beat build and then by the time it's in full swing, you're like full up, like just punching yeah. into the air, just fist pumping, getting ready. And I remember in particular, there was this girl, uh, she was a freshman my senior year. Um, we're going to call her, uh, let's see, Caitlin, for the sake of protecting her identity. <laughs> and uh, I remember her like Caitlin and I would always like, no matter where we were, whenever the song came on, she always had a backward baseball hat. We'd lock eyes and all of a sudden we both start beating the beat up, you know what I'm saying? Just like... <laughs> fist pumping at full volume <laughs> that's so fun that's that's awesome i for me i just remember because this era i feel like everyone was sampling that at a james song um mm-hmm. 
And I, I just always, re I remember the first time I heard this song, I was in my buddy's car and I think he'd been lifeguarding for the summer. Um, so we were just kind of driving around and it came on and he was like, yeah, some of the other lifeguards showed me this song <laughs> and we just kind of like put it on. I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, this was like when I was still on the, you know, getting more in, I was on the verge of my One Direction phase. Right. But yeah, it's it's such a good song. And like, I feel like there's so many of those songs that like when they come on in college, you know, they just like click with you and you want it'll, you want to go beat the beat up with your friends. <laughs> uh, for me and one of my buddies, it was uh, Every Time We Touch by Cascada. Yes! Oh my God! Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, which, like, it, it was one of those things where like he loved that song and <laughs> it wasn't necessarily something you would pin him for right but like he put it on and he'd be like i fucking love this <laughs> dude i remember being in high school trying to pick up girls to that like that song would come <laughs> on and i'd want to rip my shirt off by the way i didn't have the muscles for it yet right. um, <laughs> that came later in life um yeah. before i peaked anywho um <laughs> but i remember like that song come on and then all of a sudden like the like I went to an all boys high school, so like you know, the, like the girls were literally leave the dance floor. It was disemballing, cascading oh, balling, and like all the guys were just like, "Yeah, just, <laughs> just pumping away." <laughs> For me, when when that song came out, I was in middle school, so sure. I just remember being like at the dances and people just lose, like sixth graders hopped up on Pepsi and M and M's, just losing their minds. <laughs> um, and it, it holds up. It holds up very well. Um, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was The Mighty Fall by Fall Out Boy featuring Big Sean. Even though my eyes closed, I still see you. I just hope that when you see me, I'm not see-through. You know how we do. Sometimes I swear I need a day just for me to lay with some TNA. But the way we, the way we do was deeper, baby. Straight up chemistry, DNA. Make me want to give you every dollar out my B of A. Like, I let her climb on top. I'm either fucking or working so the grind don't stop. They say I got screws missing. Well, hell, only this album this is where i start really just showing how emo i was in college um you know i i remember when this album came out uh because people were losing it because fallout boy was back uh fallout boy had been on hiatus right. and i re i played this album to death like on my own like this was my go-to gym album yeah but then um my the beginning of my sophomore year one like Thursday afternoon or something, I was hanging out with some of my friends and one was like, yeah, I'm going to go see Fallout Boy on Saturday. They were playing the Barclays Center. <laughs> so um, then my friend said like, oh, I want to go see Fallout Boy. And she looked over at me and she said, do you want to go see Fallout Boy? And I was like, yeah. And I had a crush on that girl at the time. So I right. really wanted to go see Fallout Boy. <laughs> so like we got tickets on StubHub and we were like at the back of the arena and like it was, it was a great show. Show. it was an incredible show but i remember telling my friends because my friends all knew i had a crush on her being like yeah i'm going to the show on saturday with the this girl and they were like oh so you're gonna make a move right and i was like maybe i should and then i didn't because i was frightened and i like didn't want to like ruin my right uh which i i think is the good call don't make any big moves on people you have crushes on like at pivotal things that you want to enjoy 
I disagree. I think it's the opposite. Make a big move because you know what? If it doesn't work out, then you just walk away and go enjoy that thing you wanted to enjoy anyway. That's that's fair. For me, I, I dwell on my thoughts so much <laughs> that I'm like, you know what? This is going to make me feel sad at the Fallout Boy show. Um, but with this show, too, it just made me – it was one of those shows – since it was in Brooklyn, you know, they could do – so many things and throughout the day they kept saying oh we have a couple surprises for you at this show you know that they didn't have on the rest of the tour and the whole time we were kind of like guessing and for me my guess was that Big Sean was going to come out and do his verse on this song uh right. that wasn't the case it was yeah. um they brought out Marky Ramone from the Ramones and they did like two Ramones covers wow and then um they were doing one cover per set and like it was usually like a drake song or um they did uh get lucky by daft punk a lot but this one they did billionaire by bruno mars and travi mccoy and travi mccoy came out and rapped his parts oh wow so very fun show um yeah. maybe i should have made a move you know it never worked out with that girl anyway <laughs> Right. Uh, and we're still friends, so it's fine. But like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, yeah, maybe I should have. Yeah. I, look, it's easier for me to say now, right? But exactly. Like, yeah. Look, I don't know. Like, I, if the people always say, like, what would you tell young, your younger self? And what I really would tell is, shoot your shot in anything. You know, you you want to be an artist and you can't draw? Shoot your shot. You want to write a movie? You can't do it? Shoot your shot. You want to talk to that girl? Shoot your shot. Because the worst that's gonna happen is someone's gonna say no, and you're exactly where you started. Yeah. Well, that uh, that's like the thing that I wish I did when I, that's the thing I wish I did when I was younger a lot. Now I'm, uh, now I'm a lot more ballsy, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but you know, can't change the past, right? No, you cannot, but you can't write your future. Exactly. Uh, and you can do that because we are young. Which was your next pick, which is by fun featuring Janelle Monet. Subtle things, the holes in my apologies. You know, I'm trying hard to take it back. So if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you home tonight. Yes, that so I had never heard that song again until my buddy Joey uh put me onto the song, and it, it again, it was just I think. What you're seeing right now, this all like kind of defined my senior year of college, you know what I mean? Like that song was just like, it would just come on and it was fun. I mean, no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like, you know, like you just be at a party and like everyone would just, I remember these massive sing along, you know what I mean? We would all like break it down and yell it at the top of our lungs. And I feel like it really kind of defined a generation because you know what I mean? We were like still like, in that weird, awkward space where we weren't quite kids anymore, but you weren't quite yet adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we're just like, you know, but we are young. You know what I mean? Although. <laughs> Absolutely. It's. Oh. No, I will say, and this is the final point I'll make on this. 
I didn't fully understand the lyrics on the songs. I can now not co-sign. I don't co-sign any of it because I didn't <laughs> well, know what it was about at the time. <laughs> well, because it, it it's very ambiguous, but you know, it's about it's about making moves. It's about people hooking up that probably shouldn't. It's right. about people doing coke in the bathroom. Um, it's it's very funny for me. This song never totally did it for me because I love the verses and I love like the way he delivers those lines mm -hmm. of, about doing drugs in the bathroom. Yeah. But like the chorus, I always felt like slowed it down, but it like works very well as like, um, like when I think of that song in my head, I think about like screenshots of those parties, you know, like from my freshman year of college, my senior year of high school, where like you do feel young and invincible and you're like, okay, cool. My whole life is ahead of me. And when I listen to it now, I'm like, oh, I still have parts of my whole life ahead of me, but not <laughs> nearly as many. <laughs> do you, isn't there a part of the song where he kind of missed the hitting her or something like that? Uh, I have no idea. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's why I can't right co-sign it because I, I think uh, he goes. Uh, uh, he was in the bathroom doing drugs and he comes back, and uh, and the guy and there's a guy who sits up to her next to her at the, at the bar store and asks her about the scar or something like that. I'm uh, I'm gonna look at this. Look, up, uh, yeah, look up the lyrics. I think that's what it is. That's why I was just like, oh, I don't co-sign this song anymore. Um, I. I don't necessarily. Oh, okay. I I think I see. Okay, my lover, she's waiting some... for me. It's right in the first verse. I thought maybe it was later. My lover, she's waiting for me just across the bar. My seat's been taken by some gla some glasses, some sunglasses asking about a scar, and I know I gave it to you months ago. Oh, okay, yeah, that's uh, that's not good. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I'm not defending this. Because I don't know, I my understanding is Nate Roos is a good guy and it's a story. Uh, but like my reading of that would be like it's an emotional scar, you know, uh. about a breakup. But it yeah, should have phrased that very differently. <laughs> uh, not has not aged very well. And this was like. 2011 2012 something yeah. like that you know uh at that point we were we were doing a lot better as a culture that uh that shouldn't have been a line yeah i know that, that's what i'm saying i didn't notice it so recently like i think i recently reheard the song and i was just like oh my god i can't believe i used to <laughs> sing <is> that <laughs> Um, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Bad Blood by Taylor Swift featuring Kendrick Lamar, the remix. Hey, remember when you tried to write me off? Uh -huh. Remember when you thought I'd take a loss? Don't you remember you thought that I would need you? Final procedure, remember? Oh, wait, you got amnesia? It was my season for battle wounds, battle scars, body bump, bruised, stabbed in the back, brimstone fire jumping through. Still love my life, I got money and buy, and you gotta live um, with the bad I chose this one just because I feel like I feel like Taylor had her big moment while I was in college where she reinvented sure. herself from, you know, a country star to a real pop star. Um, and I feel like no song kind of did it as well as this in showing that she was a pop star because it's not Kendrick's best verse. It's not her sure. best song on that album. But I feel like it works incredibly well as like, the pop star with a rapper doing the verses type song. I 
I get that, but wasn't a I'm trying to remember the name of the song. Um it's like uh God, I feel like the song that did it was the other one. Um I could hear it, it in my head. Huh? Shake it off. I know it I wasn't shake it off, but that 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 but yeah, actually. Well that that was like her big announcement. Um the other one I think would be I know you were trouble. Yes, that I think that was the one I was thinking of. Yeah, well, because uh, a lot of people in retrospect say, you know, Red was really when the album before this was when she was like really a pop star, but yeah. like she just didn't say it yet. Hold on, there's this other song that I'm thinking in my head. I don't know if it's, uh, but I, like I don't know the lyrics, I don't know the name of it. I can kind of do the melody. Don't judge me, I can't sing. There goes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, vaguely, but that's. I not... feel like that was the song for me that I was like, okay, Taylor is a pop star now. Uh, I don't. Oh, that's um, that's not not bad blood. What is it? Uh, blank space. Maybe. You know. Nice to meet you. Where you been? Yeah, yes. that's the one. That same the album. One. Same album. So like okay. same sort of idea. You know that one. That one. I I love that song. I do. <laughs> um, but it took me a minute. But I was like, oh yeah. Uh, you know that one. I probably liked more than this just because like that that was her like I'm gonna play into all the things people say about me song. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, kind of in the sense that you know. I feel like that wasn't necessarily a song I felt like I could party to as well as this one. No, it's funny because even listening back to it, I remember this song playing like Bad Blood was playing. And I remember, it's funny because uh, at the time, I remember thinking, I was like, ooh, Kendrick's verse sucks. And then I reheard it today. I was like, like, it wasn't as bad as I remember it being. (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot more. What I always think about is he has the line where he interpolates one of his lines from um, Backseat Freestyle on Good Kid Mad City, uh, where I remember playing that for one of my buddies as we were, we were like driving somewhere. And like, he's someone that like, at the time was very like anti-woke. He was like, oh, you know, I don't need these like, you know, powerful positive messages. And that song starts with him being like, Martin had a dream. And my buddy like looked at me and he was like, you're gonna make me listen to like socially conscious rap. But then (laughs) like you get to that and he's like, I hope my dick gets big as the Eiffel Tower. And he's like, oh, okay, this is actually really fun. (laughs) So like, this was a way to kind of get a little bit of both of them in. Cause it, you know, it is, it's not Kendrick doing his like to pimp a butterfly damn type stuff but it's him just kind of having fun which you know i like kendrick's more serious stuff but i also like it when he can just kind of like mess around it's funny for me too because like i think this song is like uh it's a beautiful timeline you know because you go from uh uh kanye quote-unquote making taylor famous you know uh to like i'm gonna let you you know what i mean from i'm gonna let you finish so like you know, you know, her working with one of like possibly one of the biggest stars in hip hop today on this song. You know what I mean? At the time too, Kendrick was huge. Yeah, yeah. This was I think this was right before To Pimp a Butterfly too. So like he was right like there, you know, like kind of about to enter like this new echelon of his career. Right. Um, and yeah, you know, and this was like you know, this was my favorite era of Taylor and Kanye because they weren't beefing at the time <laughs> either. They'd made up, things were good. I um, mean, 
what better way to say you're a pop star than to beef with a rapper, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Red Nose by Sage the Gemini. Like a red nose. Like, 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 like a red nose. Like a red nose. Like a, like a, like a red nose. money on me. Now come take it from a tree. All she tryna do is get naked, naked, naked. And she gon' shake it like a red nose, like, 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 like a red nose. And she gon' shake it like a red nose, like a, like a, like a red nose. And she gon' shake it like a red. Yeah. Okay. So let's just so we're clear, I don't necessarily love this song at all. Okay. Right? I had never heard this until. Okay. This, so. So here's the story behind this. So. Remember I told you, like, I went to grad school, right? So I was living in Florida. Uh, I went to school in Florida for a little bit. And there was this one bar um, called, uh, shout them out because they're defunct now, but they were called Cows, Cow Cows. Uh, and it was just, like, the spot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they used to let underage kids in. <laughs> <laughs> Every college town has one of those. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, we all used to go there. Like, you know, it was a terrible bar, but it was always a good time. You know, I loved hanging out. And, like, this song was just constantly playing in there. And I remember, like, the one moment that I remember is I had a friend who uh, we're going to call... Uh, I'm trying to think of generic names that uh, don't give anything away. Uh, Kate. I think I already used that one, uh, but... Uh, um, Gwendolyn, because uh, I don't know any Gwendolyns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I, there was a Gwen who was a freshman at the time, and I remember... I only remember this because we linked up, you know, we were like having fun and I found out she was a freshman. I was like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Um, right. We're, we're just going to become friends. And I kind of like looked out for her for the rest of the year. And I remember she was on the dance floor with some guy like dancing and this song was playing right. and we locked eyes and I looked at her and I gave her that, you know, I did the two fingers to the eyes thing, like saying like, hey, here's right. me. And then I did it back to her, like looking at you. <laughs> and she kind of just laughed, smiled, and did it back. And that was like kind of our thing while this song was playing. That's fun. That's it's so funny too that you mentioned that it was like you met her, you were hitting it off, and then you're like, oh wait, you're a freshman. Because I had a friend that uh he he had a friend from home whose girlfriend was younger, so she was a freshman, she was gonna be a freshman when we were seniors. Mm -hmm. And the friend and the girlfriend broke up before she went to college. But so like when she got to college, they like hung out and like, you know, we're like, hey, how's it going? And then they started dating. And I'm like, shouldn't do this because she's a freshman and you're a senior. And he's like, eh. so did yeah. the opposite. <laughs> My Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm no saint here. And, and the reason why I'll explain that is because coincidentally, even though I did do that, right, my very next girlfriend was 18. Let me specify, this is very important. She was of legal age, but very, very next girlfriend was a freshman. But I felt it was a little different because she was, uh, like, I really, really liked her. You know what I mean? It wasn't right. like, you know, that creepy guy who was, like, just picking on freshmen. And, uh, like, we hung out. I was like, wow, I really like this girl. And we ended up dating for about a year. 
Yeah, you know, so it's like it's an actual relationship. It's not like we hooked up every few days, right? You know? Yeah, um, my buddy, and, and like they actually ended up dating. He ended up really liking her, um, and then they broke up six months later or so. But like, you know, was kind of like one of those things. Like when they first started hooking up, I was like, yeah, you know, this is just kind of like a hookup. <laughs> <laughs> like that was kind of what he went into it with. But then it became more consistent. Yeah. Um, does that make it bad? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I I think for him it was worse because it was his it was his friend's ex girlfriend. Uh, yeah. No, that definitely makes it. I, also, not to judge your friend, but I think it makes it a little worse if you meet them while they're in high school. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like if you meet an eighteen year old in college. Like yeah, it's not great, but it's not as bad as meeting an eighteen year old in high school. Like when you're in college, that's a little weird. Well, it's one of those things now, like my, that friend still lives in our college town. So like, you know, it sounds like he hangs out with mostly people like his own age, maybe a little bit younger, like more recent grads, but uh, he's uh, like, he'll text me and he'll be like, yeah, he's like, you know, he's 27 now. And he's like, I think I'm going to go try to hook up with some freshmen this week. And I'm like, I don't think that's a good idea. He's like, <laughs> I'll send you a picture of their driver's license saying they were born in 2003 or so. Oh my however. God isn't that crazy no like, well, freshmen can't be 2003 are they i think so i'm just doing quick math i think 21 minus 18 is 2003 oh my god <laughs> isn't it yeah sorry what you're this is me in shock that's all that was <laughs> well a few years ago he was like in 2018 he was like i'll send you pictures of their driver's license saying they were born in 2000 and i was like that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah that's terrible <laughs> um my girlfriend's younger brother was born in uh 2000 and he's 21 and i was like that's bizarre to me to think about that like people born in 2000 are 21 my youngest brother was born in 2006 that's what when you said 2003 i was like oh no <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's about he, college he's about to be 18 soon <laughs> oh my god <laughs> But anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Match and Tinder by You Blew It. which has, has a couple of different meanings. First, I love the song. It came out when I was in college. Um, this was really like my I'm feeling sad about girls type song. You know, mm -hmm. it's got the line, like I'm trying so hard to find the right way to say I feel less than confident. Um, you know, I used to put this album on a lot when I would go to the gym and just run and like feel things and mm -hmm. like look at the sunset um, <laughs> at New Paltz. And then you know i chose this song from this album in particular because tinder was like a new thing when i was in college right now everyone everyone's on dating apps all the time you know it's you know people that are like entering their adult dating lives now have never lived in a world that hasn't had dating apps and i just remember kind of how fun it was to kind of just like swipe around and then like wonder like oh hey i match with this girl 
are we gonna like go to a frat party later yeah <laughs> or like you know run into them like on campus and be like i'm sorry did i match with you on tinder yeah i'm so jealous i never really had that experience uh i mean tinder was around but like i didn't i don't know like it never like not i never really used it on a college campus you know what i mean yeah like i just i don't know well i feel like it start Tinder, I think, started my freshman year, but by so- sophomore year was when it really, like, became a thing. Um, so, like, you would just, like, meet, you know, you would kind of, like, match with people and then just be like, oh, I'm going to this frat party later if you want to come or if you want to meet me there. And then, right. like, you know, it was kind of, you know, that was, like, the easiest thing or being like, we're going to this bar, you know, if you want to meet up and have a drink or something. Um one of my big regrets, I think, when I was in college and on Tinder was one night I decided to stay in and it was like a Friday night and I'd be, I'd matched with this girl a while ago. We'd been messaging and um, she like sent me a message at like nine o'clock at night and she was like, oh, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, and I was like, oh, I'm just hanging out with my sweet mate, one of the girls. And she was like, uh, oh, hey, why don't you uh, come meet me? I'm just getting back from some frat party. And I said, okay. And she was like, oh, and bring your roommate for my friend. And I was like, my roommate is a girl. Um, and, I'm like, and if I went and I found the other guys, I'm like, they're all gay. <laughs> you know, so this... you didn't have someone to take one for the team for you. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> well, it was like, it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, it was guys that were very obviously gay. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, 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 yes. But what I meant, let me rephrase that. Listen, so the LGBTQ community doesn't come for me. What I meant was you didn't have a friend on speed dial who you could text and be like, yo, come take one for the team well, for me. So then I went to my other friend's room and I was like, hey, do you want to come? And he was like, oh no. And I was like, you're a piece of shit. But so eventually <laughs> I tracked someone down and he was like, Oh, okay. You know, yeah, I'll come with you. Uh, You know, found a friend (laughs) and I was like, okay, cool. I'm on my way. And then when I got to like her dorm, she was like, oh, so did you end up bringing your roommate or should I tell, or should I tell my friend to stay? And I'm like, I should have just came on my own. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, you know. So it's funny because for a few things here, number one, I remember like that time, right, when Tinder was big, but like for, for us, like down in Florida, I remember like Yik Yak being bigger for a long time. So that was the social media platform of choice. I don't know if you ever got Yik Yak, Yak was Yak. big too. We, you know, I liked Yik Yak a little bit, you know, it, Yik Yak was fun because I would like make jokes on it, you know, <laughs> like people, there was one guy at uh, the dining hall that like he was like the bit he was like this big black guy and he would like swipe your card to get in and everyone knew who he was you know Daryl and you know Daryl has since passed away but you know people would kind of be like oh people would write about Daryl on Yik Yak and they would kind of be like oh you know Daryl is the man or people would be like oh Daryl caught me trying to steal food from the dining hall and like I would go on and like you could like set a name and I would make my name like Daryl and I'd be like stop talking about me you fuck white kids <laughs> <laughs> so like stuff like that i always thought was fun on yik yeah i will say this i had never heard this song before i went and this was like i was like okay we're writing this consistent theme you know and then we get to this song and i'm just like is james okay do i need to check on him 
Well, that's that's the real theme of my my college experience. If I, I tried to get see, I chose this one because it has some energy to it. If I went with the stuff I was really listening to a lot of the time, it was uh, it was mostly kind of sad stuff. No, I listened to your playlist. I'm like, God, this guy was depressed in college. He made it, it was. <laughs> um, and you blew it. Also, came and played at my college when I was like a junior or so. So right. you know, also have that. You know, very fun. We we had a cool punk scene that like would sometimes get interesting touring bands and funny that you were you were probably in florida at this time this is a band from florida so i never heard of them though uh they're cool they're like florida used to uh, i think it still does like gainesville has a cool punk scene yeah yeah, yeah. so but anyway let's keep on rolling along into your next pick which was Beamer, Benz, or Bentley by uh, Lloyd Banks featuring Jules Santana. 500 horses when I roll by. I'm calm, I'm cool, everything brand new. I don't handcuff, you can get the whole damn crew. Beamer, Benz, or Bentley. Beamer, Benz, or Bentley. Beat it, I bet she let me. She been feeling since she met me. I'm the coolest shit, especially when I throw on all my Gretzky. Got my sister Smith and Wussy to protect me, so respect me. This is heavy, new Bentley. Color vanilla and cherry. Andretti and Pirelli make a movie out the Getty with my ring and my confetti. I'm Kobe Bryant ready. Pink Rose and Chronics. <laughs> so, yeah. So this song in particular, right? Um, it, this is one of those that, like, it reminds it brings me back. Like, I was a college rugby player. Yeah. And I remember, like, uh, my teammates would throw some ragers, right? Right. And this song in particular always stuck out to me because I remember there was uh, one of our teammates, right? He used to, like, do fire dancing. I don't okay. know where he picked it up, right? Like, he would, like getting like the balls that light on fire and like you swing them around yeah and would put them in his mouth and like pull out the flames and all of that stuff that's awesome and i remember because like we used to like put black lights all over their the the house where uh, the team like a lot of the guys lived so i remember this song would be playing the black lights he'd be doing his fire dancing outside and it was just beamer benz and bentley beamer like you know what i mean like the song just has this like deep like bass that kind of hits you in the soul and reverberates when you're just like feeling good. You have a drink in your hand. You know what I mean? There's all these black lights. It, I don't know how to explain. It was just a cool moment. No, definitely. This like definitely kind of hit me as like, this like hit me as a song that like I'd hear as I was like going into like a bar, you know, like a bar that like clears out a dance floor and stuff like, you know, and it's funny that you mentioned like the fire dancing and stuff because I, uh, one of my friends that I grew up with is super into that now. And like, (laughs) he's very good at it. And like, he has like the different stuff where like it's lights, but then it's fire and stuff like that. And this song I could definitely see working very well for that yeah dude it was it was such a vibe Uh, there's no other way to describe it It was just a vibe absolutely it's like uh, yeah this is uh, you know like a perfect it's a perfect club song you know just because i could imagine you know like going and like trying to grind on someone most of the time try is the key word for me (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it, it this one was a lot of fun this was another one that i wasn't totally familiar with See, I'm glad I'm putting you onto music, Absolutely. as you've done for me. <laughs> but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was "It Wasn't Me" by Shaggy. Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creepy with the girl next door. Picture this: we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. 
access to your villa. Trespass on a witness, all of your clean on your pillar. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. Let's review the situation that you call the pinna. To be a true player, you have to know. You know, old, old song, but for some, you know, it held on. It still, still gets a lot of play. And I always think about when I was in college, just because whenever this would come on at the bar, you know, my, my buddy, I'll shout him out just because he'll probably come up again. It'll always, this was his favorite song, mainly because he would cheat on his girlfriend. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Way to blow up his spot. <laughs> uh, he, she knew she was. They're not together anymore. Um, <laughs> well, because yeah, for him, it was. It wasn't necessarily cheating, but it was. We got into a fight. We broke up. I'm going out tonight. I'm going to hook up with someone tomorrow. We're going to get back together. Um, like one of those type relationships. Gotcha. Um, but he would always scream the line. Picture this: We were both butt naked. <laughs> You know, and that was like his favorite line. He would just, you know, he would like grab you and like scream it in your ear. Oh my God. <laughs> What's he doing later? <laughs> well, it's, uh, recently he's been telling me that he hasn't been drinking or he's been like trying to really cut back. But like he was the per me and him, we would get bombed like right four nights a week you know it was like okay that at my school no one had most people didn't have wednesday classes sure. so tuesday night was the big night to go out and then you had thursday friday saturday and me and him would go out every night you know be plastered text each other the next morning uh did you black out i blacked out you know and then <laughs> get back he also was the worst person to play beer pong with um Why? because one we weren't that good but like it was sort of in the sense that like if you made it a shot uh -huh. or he made a shot he would hug you and then he would kiss you on the cheek but because he was plastered it was like the sloppiest wettest kiss <laughs> like, from like a dog <laughs> and uh it was very funny Oh god. But like that's those are some of my memories in college with this song like this being played at like a frat party playing right. beer pong and then Pat being like you made the shot and like having <laughs> to like wipe my cheek down. I didn't know you were European. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I love it. And I mean, you know, it's it is just a great song overall. Nah, it is a classic. It still comes up to, to this day like I think it was so okay so side note um just so you know um have you ever heard of the game ox god no so wonderful card game you should pick it up so the concept is that you draw a card it's kind of like cards against humanities so you draw a card right and then yeah. like it'll say it'll give you a set of instructions and then you have to play music that responds to whatever the instructions were on the cards and then someone picks like a team picks like their favorite the winner kind of like cards against humanity oh that's and fun yeah, oh, it's, it's so much fun. But this car, the reason why, that was my first thought when I uh, heard the song again, because this song comes up all the time when you're playing Ox God. Oh, really? Yeah, like, it's just one of those songs that fits into so many categories that you're like, yeah, Shaggy, it's happening. Oh, I'm gonna, I just pulled it up. I'm gonna look into this and see if I could get it, you know. Especially because for summertime, you know, I, you know, 
I just yeah. I love drinking games. <laughs> That's <laughs> drinking <laughs> games are my shit. I you know I for me the other thing we would do is we would play Kings all the time. Oh yeah. So like Kings was our favorite, and it was also good because like when we were like skeezy sophomores you know hanging out with like freshman girls that didn't know we'd be like all right we're gonna play truth or dare now with kings yeah it was it was yeah you were those guys huh we were <laughs> <laughs> we were real genuine pieces of shit yeah no i was too it's fine we learn i i, I apologize to it's like the type of thing i would never like i would never think of doing that now of course not yeah sure uh, <laughs> you know you get older and you realize like all right i'm gonna figure uh, i'm gonna figure out different ways to get people to yeah i'm just gonna ask directly for what i want like an adult exactly <laughs> all right but anyway let's keep on rolling along sure. into your next song which was uh barbara streisand by duck sauce <laughs> playlist gets a little weird right and you you were mentioning earlier how like every like scene or every school has that one song that kind of sticks out that you're like yo what the hell were you thinking for me it was this again it was like uh i remember being at the rugby house and at this point we had changed houses and uh they and my teammates had this like huge basement so they like put like club lights in you know what i mean like the greens the reds the blues you know what i'm saying like you know the streamers and the song would come on. It was like Barbara Streisand. <laughs> Everyone would be doing weird dances, and I remember like playing a lot of beer pong to this song. You know what I mean? Like you know, and this in the course would drop, and we were all. It was just I specifically the one party that sticks out in my head to this song is those lights, and we had a. It was like a, a what do what do you call these? Uh, it was one of those parties where we all wore like blank shirts. Oh, okay. And people would bring like highlighters and markers and write okay. on your shirts. Because then the black light picks them up and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's super fun. For me, this always makes me think of um, my my friend was uh, my friend had a band in high school and they would cover this song um <laughs> and he recently i recently rewatched the video probably because it was on your playlist yeah. where i was watching the video and you know i was talking to him about it and he was like yeah i was in such a bad mood when that video was taken he goes i was so mad and he goes i was mad at the keyboard player i was mad at the drummer uh, but like it, it, it works so well because this song is kind of a meme. But like when you get to the instrumental parts, mm-hmm. you know it's really fun and upbeat. Yeah, yeah. the the energy off the song is crazy. Yeah, it's like and like I didn't realize because I haven't listened to it in so long. You know, there's a little outro part that's like a little bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I it's. I remember uh, my cousin being in high school and visiting me in college and this song came on and we all like get down to it and he was so weirded out he was like what is going on and he goes stop you're related to me (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, because it's one of those songs, like, if you know it, it's, like, cool and fun, because, like, it was kind of, it, it was kind of hipstery, I think, at the time, yeah. you know, and, like, it, but, like, when you think about it, it's just bizarre. Yeah. Um, and, like, I still don't totally get why they chose Barbara Streisand. <laughs> You're just, like, why, you know, because, like, they say it like a newscaster, and I was, like, is Barbara Streisand, like, someone who does the news on ABC? And I'm, like, oh, no, she's a singer and actress. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, it, it was either this or you know what was a close. What I almost put on instead of this was uh, uh let me take a selfie by uh, the Chainsmokers. Oh my, that the, people forget that that was the first Chainsmokers hit. I realized I learned that recently that it was a Chainsmokers song. I re- I was singing and someone was like, "Oh, I didn't know you were into the Chainsmokers." I was like, "Hold up, what?" <laughs> <laughs> well, because they've they've just changed so much, and now they're like now they're a band <laughs> but yeah. like you know they at first that would they were just like i'm just gonna do this dumb meme song great greatness man greatness they were they were before their times is what it was in my opinion they they, they kind of were but anyway <laughs> let's keep on rolling along into my next pick which was beer by the front bottoms This is another one that you, I imagine was like, were you okay? <laughs> you know, got that line. You know, it's funny because my, yes, my first thought was, were you okay? My second thought was, okay, was he able to attract women in college? Because this is not the vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> not here, like, really, no. <laughs> I, I wasn't very good with women in college. Um, I'm just like thinking like, you know, like if, if you were going to parties and this was playing and this is how you were trying to pick a win, I was like, God, were, were you guys going home and just crying together? <laughs> Cry fest? Well, so for me, this song, this was the song that I would shotgun beers to. Mm. Like, just because it's got that beat, it's got the line about the drinking beers. Um, also, because I've seen the Front Bottoms live and I've seen like them bring people out on stage to shotgun beers as they play this song. Right. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, there was a moment, that line about like, that was the summer I was taking steroids because you like a man with muscles <laughs> and I like you. Um, you know, that's a, that's a line that a lot of people <laughs> latch on to with yeah. that song. And I was definitely one of them, um, you know, but I, I didn't choose it for that reason. I chose it because it was the song that I would shotgun beers to. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, you, uh, you know, I, I got around in college, but I wasn't, you know, what ended up happening a lot in college was I was I got to a point later on that I was like okay you know I'm kind of done with my like you know my hoeing around you know my you know sleeping around all that stuff and I want like a girlfriend Mm -hmm. um and I wasn't able to like get anyone to like me probably because I was shotgunning beers too much (laughs) Um, but like you know so like you know there was a a bit of that no look I 
well, now that you've explained how you've reframed it, I'm like, okay, I can see this being a little more fun. At first, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. This wasn't like a. This wasn't like a. Okay, hey guys, we're gonna put this song on and we're gonna have a great time. I was <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna shotgun beers. I'm sticking this on as soon as I hit play. Stick your key in the can. Do it, and then we'll go to the next song. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm still traumatized by uh, that Thunder song by ACDC, by the way, for similar reasons. Oh, well, because that's also a great song for that sort of thing or to Waterfall to or. Yeah. Yeah. You know. yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I still I still like shotgun and beers and I'll put this if I'm like hanging out in the summertime and I have the aughts, I'll put this song on still to shotgun beers. So. You know what? Respect it. Enjoy your liver while you have it. <laughs> well, I I mean I've I've been good. I haven't been drinking lately, so Okay. You know, I'm 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 on the up and up, at least in terms of my liver health. <laughs> but speaking of drinking songs, your next pick was um I Love College by Asher Raw. This one girl completely naked Drink my beer and smoke my weed But my good friends is all I need Pass out of three Wake up at ten Go out to eat Then do it again Man, I wanna I go to college, college for the rest of my life Sip Bankers Club and drink Miller Lite On Thursday, Thursday and Tuesday night ice And now I can get pizza a dollar a slice So fill up my cup, let's get fucked up I'm next on the table, who want what? Yeah, you know what? I struggled a lot with this one, right? Like, it's a fine song. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But I can't I can't pretend that it didn't, like, define my generation in college. You know what I mean? Like, this song was everywhere. Like, you know, we all related to it. We all were like, I love college. Yeah, you know. And right. I remember, like, you know, chanting at the freshman, do something crazy, do something. You know, it was just like, it. I just felt like, it had to be on the playlist because it was so iconic at its time. At its oh, yeah. Peak. Well, because even this song, I think, came out when I was in, like, late middle school, maybe early high school. Um, you know, so, like, I didn't really listen to it then, but as I got a little bit older, w- what really kind of turned me on to it was when uh, Sammy Adams did I Hate College, you know, which... It's a remix of this, but it's I Hate College. Um, but And it's still fun. It's like, you know, I hate college, but love all the parties. Um, yeah. You know, so it's a lot of fun. But, like, this song still got played when I got to college, you know. Right. Which I think was, I'm going to look up when this came out. Uh, but, you know. I think this was 2011, it, 2012. Uh, I'm going to pull it up and we will. I feel like I was a lot younger than... 2011 for 2009 so i was in really like ninth grade when this came out yeah so huh. so but, i oh wow so i was okay i was in college in 2009 now so <laughs> yeah but so like for me i think that like because this was such a big song when i was in high school people were still playing it when i got to college i'd be curious to see what people that are like in college now if they still play this I highly doubt it. I feel like these kids probably listen to like some ADD riddled mumble jumbo. <laughs> probably, but I mean, I you know, I don't know. I I still really like this. I think it's fun. You know, I think that's kind of the big thing. Yeah, it, it really and honestly, like if we were gonna do nostalgia, like I, I was like, you have to have this on here because 
like just like just some of the stuff that he talks about, like the specials at the pizza places. Like we all had that spot that had the school special. You flash, you know what I mean? And it's Absolutely. like, it, and like we all have those memories of those crazy stories of us missing class because of some dumb stuff that we had done the night before. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I was like, this this has to make the playlist. Oh yeah, and this is it's super quotable. You know the you know the I learned some rules. Don't pass out with your shoes on. You know yep. when it comes to condoms, put two on. You know I I think about that every day <laughs> you know? which is terrible advice please only use one boys and girls oh, yeah. if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> well because i remember when i was in high school taking sex ed someone said so like it condoms if i wear two it's okay right and they were like no don't do that <laughs> <laughs> but like you know even like i have a photo somewhere in my like tagged photos on instagram of me passed out with my friends drawing all over my face and they said it's because i passed out with my shoes on (laughs) (laughs) so you know you can't deny kind of the influence this has had and i i imagine even if people don't listen to it i think the 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 rules still kind of apply it's funny to hear you say that by the way no one drew on my face but i passed out once and apparently uh they had a bob marley poster behind me and because yeah. uh, my hair was really long people were like oh he kind of looks like bob marley so all these kids started posting and taking pictures next to me oh, um, passed out on the couch i'm like you guys are terrible humans that's hilarious <laughs> i mean you know what if i start going through all the photos that i have in college they're all kind of like uh yeah i was drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah um and if you haven't heard the i hate college remix i recommend it i i really enjoy it i will as soon as we get we get off this i'm I'm gonna go listen to it hell yeah but anyway let's keep on rolling along uh speaking of mumbo jumbo my next pick was trap queen by fetty wap i'm like hey what's up hello since you're pretty as soon as you came in the door i just want to chill got a sack for us to roll married to the money introduced her to my stove showed her how to whip and now she remixed it for low she my track queen let her hit the bando we be counting up watch how far them bands go we just set it go talking about your lambos i fit the 60 grand um so i i chose this kind of for a couple of different reasons one i feel like this song kind of defined a little bit of where rap would go and this kind of was like the transition we had into you know what's now kind of like a soundcloud mumble rap you know there's Mm -hmm. a lot of this sort of influence i can hear in a lot of artists that i like now that like kind of do that sort of like crazy auto-tuned sing rap sort of thing um you know but also this song was just inescapable Mm -hmm. it was such a moment like you couldn't you would go to the bar and hear this song five times in a night so it's funny because when I saw you put it on the list, I was mad. I was like, why didn't I think of that? Because this it's exactly <laughs> that. This song was so pervasive. It was everywhere. Um, at the time, so just uh, when this song came out, I was back in New York. Um, I had moved back from Florida to finish grad school in New York. I ultimately graduated here in New York. And uh, I remember hanging out with my fraternity brothers and like this song was just on everywhere. I didn't even know what a trap house was. Or right. what a trap queen was until I had to Google it, which, you know, was another story for another day. 
Well, yeah, it was kind of like, you know, it kind of introduced a lot of kids to a lot of like, yeah, this was kind of the age that like everyone learned, like people started saying trap house in regular conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, every every person that had a house off campus was like, we're the blank trap house, you know, or that was the Wi-Fi name or something like that. Yeah. Um. It- this song was definitely culture defining, so I'm glad you picked it. Yeah, this was also, well, I also chose it for me because also my senior year of college, um, <laughs> I was on the slam poetry team. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, but so I wrote a poem. I wrote a poem about drinking too much um, and about like, you know, kind of struggling with my drinking at the time and like, you know, having a lot of, you know, guilt and stuff about it. But like, mm-hmm. it was also, you know, kind of exploring funnier things, you know, not necessarily funnier things, but it examined like the crazy side of it. And also the more, uh, it examined like the crazy side of it, but also the more mundane side. And I use this song as an example of like a pop song where like, I prefer indie rock, you know, thoughtful music. And then this was the pop song where I'm like, yeah, but when I'm drunk, it's <laughs> when it slaps, it slaps. And, <laughs> I mean, in retrospect, I was listening earlier today and I was like, oh yeah, this is great. I love this. <laughs> yeah, no, it still slaps. Yeah. And I mean, it's kind of a shame that Fetty hasn't done anything uh that big since this i feel like he doesn't have to he's probably gonna be able to live off the royalties from this for years probably it's gonna become like it's kind of gonna become like shaggy song in my opinion True. Like it wasn't me. he uh i think he missed the opportunity to do a remix of wop though why because his name is fetty wop oh i didn't even think of <laughs> yeah. that wow Oh, it's not too late. Yo, Fetty, if you're listening, make this happen. <laughs> I'll, ta- <laughs> I'll tag him. Yeah, um, tweet at him. But anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Drank in My Cup by Kirko Bang. I didn't came down, hold up, grip the grain, roll up, and your girlfriend want a nigga like me, cause I ain't trying to control her. She called me when she want to change, black diamond, my peaky ring, and she know you weak and we ain't the same, you hit the scene, I make the scene. I'm in her head like Maybelline, H time, so I made the lean, I'm in her soul, I make her scream, I don't ride the toe, don't pay for change, I'm easy tag like Peter Pan, she want Had you heard this song before? I so uh, with some of the songs on your playlist, there's a possibility that I'd heard them and didn't know them, but I wasn't familiar with this. No, gotcha. So, this was like one of those weird songs for me, right? Like, uh, because it's like so slow, it starts off slow, but it has this like chill, like vibe. And like, yeah. I remember like being in college just playing beer pong, and like, you know, this song would play, and everyone's like, you know, would start singing along, you know, while we're just like throwing cups. It was, it wasn't like meant to like party party. It was just meant more to be more like, okay, we're just having a kickback. We're just chilling out. You know, I got that drink in my cup. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of like, it's, it's almost like, you know, when, when the party becomes more like communal and you're not just like all hanging out with your little groups of friends, like people are throwing arms around people they don't know, you know, Um, it makes me think a little bit of um, We Can't Stop by Miley Cyrus. <laughs> you know what? I can see that. <laughs> Where it's it's a party song, but it's not like a uh it's not like a rager. Right, right. No, it, it, it's funny too because like 
I was thinking back on it, and I was like, and I, I remember, like, uh, in particular, like, we, I'd go to frat parties and like that, and like you know, everyone would just raise their red cups whenever this song came on, you know. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like every kind of generation has that, you know. Uh, so I just looked this up. This came out when I was in high school, so it may not have uh, played at any party that I went to in college. But yeah, like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but like, I feel like there there are always songs like that. Um, and something amusing, just because I'm on the Genius page and I want to read this, uh, in the About section for the song, it says, you know, usually there's a little description like, oh, hey, this is the first single and it depicts this or whatever. Mm -hmm. This says, Kirko fucks your bitch with steez while at the same time fulfilling her mental and physical needs. He's the complete package. You, on the other hand, are a chump. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> The genius description is attacking me. <laughs> oh my gosh. But uh, that made me laugh. <laughs> I've never had heard genius calling anyone a beta male. That's crazy. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's what I get for looking at it. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I I think that this was fun. I like I said, I don't think that I'd heard it, but um, it's you know it it's perfect for what you had just described. So it was absolutely well. Let's roll on in to my penultimate song, uh, "Your Graduation" by Modern Baseball. You complained about how you haven't seen your friends yet. That you're too drunk to stand in you not knowing. If you can love him forever Bullshit, you fucking missed me There I said it, I guess I'll talk to you in a few months Sitting drunk on the sidewalk I guess I'll get up, I guess I'll go for a walk Brush my shoes against the pavement I swear this is gonna be the hundred time i thought of you tonight Yeah, uh, this is another band I had never heard of So it was pretty cool, again like, I think, I thought it was pr pr pretty on brand for you, you know what I mean? It yeah. still had that, like, laid back, you know, like, it wasn't, it's not poppy. That's not what I'm looking for, but you know what I mean? It has, like, the alternative, like, rock sound. Yeah. Um. So this is a, so, like, this band more or less only existed while I was in college, I think. I'm pretty sure they're, they got together, their first album, I think, came out in 2012, and then they broke up in 2017, you know um yeah and like the i love them they're one of my favorite bands i saw them like six times in those five years or so you know um and i i just remember putting on this song to like get ready to go out yeah um, just because like even though it's a sad song and like it's kind of a breakup song it has the type of energy behind it like while you're like in the shower drinking a beer you know that you want you know you know i i'm starting to think that you like to set the bar low for yourself <laughs> <laughs> You're like my, my night's gonna end all sad and depressing Let, let's start off that way it can only get better from here <laughs> i mean but it's got the energy you know i don't I, <laughs> but you know I, that is fair but i mean for me you know it's kind of like this was kind of like for me a lot of the songs that i like in general are generally have sad lyrics um i'm not gonna pretend that they don't right. but like 
with this song in particular, I feel like just kind of like, at least in like the all sort of like emo pop punk scene, like this was a, a rager. This, you know, um, might as well have, this could have been a uh, trap queen for this generation of emo. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm just glad you're okay and you're here and you're talking to me today. That is my takeaway from listening to these songs. Um, for me, you know, I also, you know, like the first time I saw this band, I was crowd surfing to this song. Okay. You know, so they're like fond memories. A lot of like positive things. I, you know, one weekend, me and my buddy, me and one of my friends went down to Philadelphia to see uh, the Wonder Years for three nights and like Modern Baseball opened one of them. So like there's like positive things associated, even if the lyrics are kind of sad. I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. I like I like the song. I really did. Um, right. I just it just wasn't something I had ever heard of before. Cool, cool. But uh, and one more thing I wanted to throw in because this was part of why I chose this one in particular. If you if you watch the music video on YouTube, like search "Modern Baseball," uh, your graduation, the thumbnail is a picture of one of the band's lead singers. Uh, dressed as a vampire at like a okay. Halloween party. Um, but so when I graduated, I was like, well, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my graduation hat. So I just printed out two pictures of the lead singer dressed as the vampire and I just pasted them on. Uh, so I had your graduation on my graduation cap, uh, <laughs> which I thought was funny, but I don't think anyone else besides modern baseball fans got. It was a hit in the modern baseball fan group. On right, Facebook. right, right, right. That's funny. Um, but anyway, let's keep on rolling along into your next pick, which was Like a G6 by the Far East Movement. Yeah, so again, this is one of those songs that like was just pervasive. Like you could not go to a party and escape the song. It was such a banger at the time. Um, a few things here that I will say uh, that I think are kind of cool with the story is uh, I remember uh, they came to perform at my school and uh, my buddy, uh, sh shout out to my buddy Emil, who's one of my best friends. Um, he like texted me, he goes, yo, the people from that concert, they're here at this party. So apparently they, they showed up to an on-campus party and were just drinking with everyone and taking pictures and having a good time. Oh, and I was like, yo, that's dope. Also, second thing is uh, my uh, my future father-in-law, I don't know what to call him, yeah, my father-in-law for lack of a better term. Yeah. Um, apparently he misheard the lyrics to this song and he thought the lyrics were fly like a cheese stick. So <laughs> I think the entire time he thought this was a song about a food fight. <laughs> 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 so that is what I'm convinced happened, and I can't unhear that. You know? uh, I mean, that's fun. Uh, I mean, now when I hear this, I'm gonna think of that. This song, you know, kind of uh, like how I feel like Fetty kind of preceded the SoundCloud rap boom that we saw. This, you know, at the time I wasn't totally into it, but now it kind of sounds more like a lot of like the hyper pop that we're getting. You know, mm -hmm. people like uh, the 100 Gex and like even. Um, 
what's it called like the new rebecca black songs um you know so it's very funny to kind of go back and revisit this and be like oh yeah this is probably much more influential than it was really given credit to at the time um and i love the story about like going to the party and like running into the people that just did the concert um we didn't necessarily new Paltz had a good house show scene that i was not involved in at all um the closest thing that we ever had to that was um snooki from the jersey shore is from the area um sure. so there was like one night i think when i was a sophomore or junior that people were like snooki is at this bar um and it was it was the underage bar so that was the one night they wouldn't let anyone in <laughs> with a fake ID. Damn. So I didn't get to meet Snooky, but you know what? It's fine. You know, Snooky just didn't get to meet James. That's that's what exactly. happened. <laughs> um, I later I I got to write about Snooky at my last job, where her publicist gave me a quote for the story I was working on, which was nice. So even if I didn't get to interview Snooky, yeah. But anyway, let's roll on into my last pick, and it's going to transition nicely into your last pick, uh, which was Hotline Bling by Drake. Late night when you need my love, call me on my cell phone. Late night when you need my love, and I know when that hotline bling, that can only mean one thing. Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself. Um, you know, which again is just kind of a song that defined <laughs> this. I feel like was the last really big song while I was in college. Yeah, I I a thousand percent agree with that. I hate this song personally. I'm not totally into it either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just but, feel like it is literally the most overplayed song in possibly all time history <laughs> i don't know about that but at least in terms of drake's discography i would 100 percent agree it's just i don't know like i, I like when i when it first came out i liked it you know yeah but like it was over and over and over and everywhere and like the dance you know like the whole like was it the finger phones to the ears like it's just yeah it was it was a meme. It very quickly became a meme. It was too much. I mean, I will say though, it did provide me with a lot of good memories. Um, I remember like, I think my my fraternity brothers did a choreographed dance to this song, so that was kind of cool. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I don't know. I remember like, you know, being at bars and guy and like watching cheesy guys be like, "Hey, can I hit you on your hotline bling?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like at bars, but like it was just like, oh man, this song. I I just always remember, and I think I've said this on the podcast before, just seeing people, I remember just whenever it would get to ever since you left the city, you, you know, just seeing everyone in a bar jump up and down and scream that, you know, even though the song itself has kind of gotten corny, I still get very kind of fond of those moments. (laughs) I get that. You you just enjoy the memories. That's, I mean, and that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. So, you know, it's, 
it's not my it's not my favorite Drake song by any stretch of the imagination, but I think that when it comes to like the last very popular song, I remember one time in college being in the dining hall right after the music video came out. Someone that like she was like friends with a friend came up and sat down with me and said, "Well, so you're into music. What do you think of the Hotline Bling music video?" And I'm like, "I I don't like it." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> she was like, "Well, I thought you were into music." I'm like, "I am. I'm not into." <laughs> I don't blame you. So, you know, but anyway, let's roll on into your last pick, which yeah. is Headlines, also by Drake. Too strung out on compliments, overdosed on confidence. Started not to give a f and stop fearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my accomplishments. Faded way too long, I'm floating in and out of consciousness. And they saying I'm back, I'd agree with that. I just take my time with all this sh I still believe in that. I had someone tell me I fell off, ooh, I needed that. And they want to see me pick back up, well, where I leave it at. I know I exaggerated things. Now I got it like that. Tuck my napkin in my shirt because I'm just mobbing like Yeah, so here's the thing, right? I I will I'm the first to admit, like I listen to music for vibes, right? Yeah. Like I'm not the type of person who will sit there like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend you that I have the best taste in music or anything like that, right? But yeah. this song, when it came out, just spoke to me on like a different level. Because yeah. and and it's those two opening, it's like the first two opening lines, you know what I mean? Um I'm uh, I'm strung out on confidence. Uh, uh, I'm strung out on confidence. Uh, something, something, something. Because we drink to my accomplishments. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I, something along those lines. Do you have the exact lyrics in front of you? I might be too strung out on compliments. Overdosed on confidence. confidence. Started to not give a fuck and stop fearing the consequence. Drinking every night because we drink to my drink accomplishments. to my accomplishments. Yeah, that and those. I don't know why, but that those lines just like like just like they stuck with me and I remember like putting on my headphones you know and like those lines would hit and I'd start walking across campus and I just felt like I was the man you know what I'm saying I was like the mayor I'm like walking around campus just saying hello to everybody I'm just like yo I'm here what's up <laughs> absolutely that's like that's like the type of stuff that I love you know with with music in general just like if I'm listening to like if I'm listening to Drake, that's generally what I want the vibe to be. I want to yeah. be, you know, stoked. Same thing with, like, if I'm listening to Kanye, I'm like, I love Kanye when Kanye sounds like he's king of the world. Um, and, like, an opening line like that, it's just like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, it, yeah ex exactly. And I think there, there's another line in there. It says, uh, you, if you have in front of you, something about, like, I do it for my brothers or something like that. Yes. Those my brothers, uh, yeah. Those my brothers. I ain't even gotta say it. Drizzy got That's the money. That's something they know, right? Yes. Yeah, and I like I remember that, and like again, I thought about like my community, my friends, you know, my fraternity brothers. And I'm just like, yo, these are those, like these are people whose backs I got. You know, I'm just putting them on my yeah. shoulders, and whatever happens, they're coming with me. And it was like it was like those lyrics, you know, those moments. I was like, yeah can't wait till I'm as big as Drake, you know what I mean? And I can take everyone with me because I got them. Yeah, absolutely. That's kind of, those are kind of like the best songs for when you're in college, just because yeah. like, you feel like you can take the world on and it's, it's a good feeling. No, hundred percent. That's why I thought this, that was the best way to end my playlist. I was like, no, this is it. This is absolutely. Yeah, I I had so many songs kind of like, uh, you know, so many songs like that that I would listen to in college. A lot of Kanye for me, I'd put on like Power and that was it, you know, or uh, even like, you know, Paris from Watch the Throne, you know, yes. like the song that did it for me so much. I don't wait. 
Paris? Which one's that one? <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you because I know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just having fun. Don't look I, on I, your I, face, though. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, don't make me say it. <laughs> I say it only when no one's looking. Don't make me do it live. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but anyway, so. It's like those were. So if I wasn't listening to modern baseball, I was listening to like songs like that when I was getting ready, you know? Yeah. So you gotta. Exactly. But anyway, but anyway, so those are all the songs. Juan Carlos, thank you so much for doing this. Do you have any honorable mentions that you want to shout out? Yes. Um, Dirty Bit by Black Eyed Peas, The Time. Do you know, do you know that song? I, I do. I feel like a lot of people have sampled that. Oh, 100%. And I like for me, that song, like, I just was like, uh, it was reminiscent of me getting ready. So this is how I used to get ready, right? Right. Uh, I, you know, I'd be ready. That song would be blasting. You know, it's like dirty bit. I'm just like pumping in my room, getting pumped up. You know what I mean? While I'm taking double shots of uh, what was it called? Oh my God, uh, Devil Springs. Um, <laughs> which if you guys don't know what that is, it's 180 proof of absolute disaster to your liver. Don't <laughs> ever do it. <laughs> and it, I don't know, man. It was just like again. Cause it was all about the vibes, and I used to just pull so much energy from that song. That and Six Foot, Seven Foot by Lil Wayne oh, just that's... used to hype me up so much. Oh, that's awesome. There, there's like so for me, it was mostly like emo bullshit that I was listening <laughs> to. Uh, so not necessarily bangers, but I, I for me, I'd just say Came Out Swinging by The Wonder Years is probably my big one. Okay, um, but yeah, that and this one, not necessarily a. Uh, a party song but definitely something i would put on to like get ready was um what's it called the coffin is moving by ice nine kills was uh wow <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's, really that. Intense, it's really heavy really loud but something about it just spoke to me that i was like okay this gets me excited you know it's got like <laughs> a, a big chorus it's about zombies but right you know right. fun stuff but anyway Anyway, that's awesome. Thank you so much, Juan Carlos. This was uh, this was fun. I'm gonna hit stop. Dirty bit. This has been a Lughole podcast.